Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hello, welcome. Thanks for being here. This is Better Than Yesterday, making it better since 2013. Just having conversations with people, learning stuff, figuring it out. So I'm trying to make my day better. And by doing that, I'm trying to make your day better. We're on this together, on this journey together. Since 2013, I've been here, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Mondays, Wednesdays with a guest. Fridays are here with you. And um, I'm glad you're here. Thank you so much for the emails. Thanks for all the lovely support and the beautiful votes coming my way. Oh, I'm, I should introduce myself. This is the first time you're listening. My name is Osher. I'm a, a podcaster. I'm a TV host. I'm an author. I'm a dad. I'm a stepdad. I'm a bicycle rider. I'm a, I'm a what else am I? I'm a suit trier on And uh, I'm glad you can uh, be here today. Send Osher email is my email address if you want to get in touch with me. And it's lovely to hear from you. I got an email from Troy the other day who's been emailing me for like six years now. And Troy, you're awesome. Thanks for, we, you know, it's one of those, sometimes I email people and we email back and they, they keep me updated what they're doing in their broadcasting careers. And it was really lovely. Troy emailed me ages ago asking me about radio stuff. And, you know, and then the other day he and I worked on Studio 10 together and that was awesome. So that was lovely. Always nice to get those kind of messages. Um, it's a very big weekend. I've been doing a heap of press because it's the Logie Awards this weekend. That's the big Australian TV award show, all right? Like your Emmys or your BAFTAs or whatever, you know, you want to call them. And I'm up for the Gold Logie, which is the most popular TV presenter in Australia. It's a publicly voted award. So um, I have zero control over the outcome, but it is very much, you know, kind of an award of what you mean to people, I guess. And um, I'm battling my ego all the time. I've spoken about this because my, you know, my ego is trying to write speeches. I'm trying to write speeches. It was I was sitting in a sauna this morning. My my, my ego is like, and to you, Mr. Burke, you know, my, my grade nine teacher. Like, Come on, mate, shush, shush. <laughs> and um, one of those things that shows up in my head, my ego is trying to do, and. You may understand this one is the idea that, oh, once I win that thing, may things will be different. Um, they may, they may not. I may, may not, I probably won't win it, but you know, if it happens, 
you know, this idea, this fantasy in my head that everything will change. It's completely that. It's just a fantasy. And it had me kind of thinking about, well, what's going on there? And I kind of stopped and I was curious about that. What is it? What is that? And I realized that I've got this trap and I'm sure you can relate to this. It's this trap in my head. It's called when I, then I. I, I got so caught up in it in my in my past. I used to get so, when I get on TV, then everything will be okay. I, I even wrote a song about that. I wrote a song, everything will be awesome once I get on TV. It wasn't. Things got kind of worse. But yeah, when I, then I is one of the things that does kind of follow us around a bit and can lead to decisions and lead to us pursuing things that otherwise aren't really the thing that's going to get us the thing we want. You might recognize when I, then I in your own life. Oh, when I get that job or whatever. Oh, when I get that particular person as a partner or when I get, when I have a, you know, girlfriend or boyfriend that's this or when my girlfriend or boyfriend starts doing this, well then, when my boyfriend or girlfriend, my husband or wife, whatever, stops doing this, well then I will. When I lose weight, when I get a new nose, um, when I get a new phone, then I will. And for me this weekend, it's when I, when I will, when I get a gold Loki, well, then, 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 you know, and the then I as well, then things will feel different or thing, then I will be happy or then it'll be okay. It never is. And I'm sure if you have, you know, had a partner that's done what you've asked and adjusted things in a way particularly, and then you're still not happy or you have got the job and you're not happy or you did get the new phone or the new nose or boobs or whatever, and then you're still not happy, you might recognize this. Oh, certainly, when I lose weight, then I'll be, I've done that a few times. No, it's never there, is it? And there's a name for it. I found out because I went looking for it. It turns out there's a name for it. It's called the arrival fallacy. Not arrival with the amazing film from a couple of years back based on the Ted Chang book. Brilliant film. Uh, the arrival fallacy. And it was a term coined by a psychologist out of uh, Harvard University, I believe, uh, Dr. Tal Ben-Shahar. And the arrival fallacy refers to the idea that attaining a particular goal will lead to my long-term happiness. And he came to this, but he based it on his own. He was, in his own experience, he was quite a competitive and very successful squash player. I've done a whole episode about squash if you want to go back and listen to that. So when he was younger, he was a very successful squash player. Worked really hard at it, you know, very, very difficult sport, incredible amounts of fitness to accomplish it. And he believed that if I win this match or this tournament, then it will bring me lasting happiness. And then he was left with this feeling of being unfulfilled very shortly after that achievement. Uh, you may recognize this feeling. I certainly do. The arrival fallacy went on to be recognized as quite a significant psychological phenomenon and really brought to light in many ways the misconception that reaching a goal or reaching a milestone will automatically lead to long-term happiness. And it doesn't. You know that. I know that. And it's none of our faults, it's, particularly if you were brought up in a way that teaches that the key to happiness in life is by having a forward-thinking, goal-oriented mindset. But research has fundamentally shown that external achievements and materialistic pursuits don't necessarily lead to sustained happiness. And as far as I'm aware, the research that this stuff is based on is it's one of the longest research projects around since I think they've followed a bunch of teenagers since 1938. There's 700 something men. There's less than 60 left. They're all in their 90s by now. So they've got a fair amount of data on this. But we can all recognize that the happiness experienced in the moment of accomplishment, holding the medal, winning the thing, getting married, buying a car, having a phone, whatever, going, arriving at a foreign airport on the holiday, that happiness 
there tends to fade, sometimes very quickly. And we often find ourselves continually looking for the next thing without fully appreciating what we gained and what we learned on our way to getting this thing. All right? We're not very... It turns out our brains are not very good at forecasting not only the intensity, but also the duration of the emotion that we will feel when a certain goal is achieved. We think that that particular state of happiness will go on a lot longer, sometimes forever, but not even that, you know. But then we get disappointed when it's not there, right? When I, then I. It's, it's simply not true. I can get caught up in it all the time, but when you have a name for it, you name it, tame it, you know, things that rhyme suck, but they're true. And it turns out one of the other interesting things, it turns out that money, I mean, beyond, you know, what you need to feed and clothe your, your family, big amounts of money is not immune to when I, then I. Just ask any multimillionaire why they need a third holiday house or a second boat. But thankfully, there are quite a number of ways to actively work uh, so you can not set yourself up for disappointment when you're striving to achieve things. Now, I'm not saying don't strive to achieve things. I strive to achieve things all the time. I personally feel that growth and goals are vitally important. If we're not growing, if we don't have a thing we want to head towards, what, what, what are we doing? You don't accidentally you know, wander around and find yourself at the top of Mount Kilimanjaro. You go there, right? So you've got to know where you're going. But it's not the thing at the end, which is the achievement. It's who you have to become to get the thing at the end. That's what you get to keep even after the win is behind you. So there's a couple of ways you can figure that out. And, and first up, it's all about the journey. I love a good reality TV show word, the journey. If you can shift your focus solely from fixating on the end goal to appreciating the even the steps, the granular steps you are taking on the way to getting there and finding joy and fulfillment in that process, that can really create a far more sustainable and gratifying sense of achievement. Like this morning I was lifting weights in the gym and every successful set with proper form, I'm like, oh, there you go. I did 10 reps and my knee wasn't all wobbly and my muscle is my hip are recovering well. That's good. Like I'm not squatting my body weight. You know, I haven't done that for years, but I'm on the way and I, it was a bloody good thing this morning. That, you know, regardless of whether you're training for an aesthetic or a particular metric, it's important to have something like that. And when you do that, the moment-to-moment -moment appreciation of what it is you're, you're actually doing, going through, what you're effectively doing is you're, you're cultivating gratitude. You're actively cultivating gratitude. Gratitude for the progress made in the present moment. Recognizing and celebrating those little things along the way as they contribute to the overall growth and, and development of whatever it is you're doing. And I guess another way to uh, you know, combat when I, then I is to set a realistic expectation. Just kind of have the knowledge that achieving a particular goal may not lead to everlasting happiness. It may, but it may not. And think about placing unrealistic expectations on accomplishments. And just, you know, life is ups and downs. Sometimes it's awesome. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's both at the same time. Uh, I guess an example of this would be like the holiday we spoke of before. You organize everyone to have this massive holiday. You get the family together. Everyone's flying in. You kind of get there and you're like, ah, this isn't that incredible bonding moment I wanted it to be. Bleh. You know, you've put so much effort into it, but it's not the thing that you wanted it to be. You're like, yeah, you know, but you all got together. Like that's worth celebrating, isn't it? And in those moments, it's important to be mindful. I've spoken about is two really powerful words. There's a couple of two words that I really like, but I'm noticing is really good. They can help you become aware or even observe your own thoughts and emotions. And I'm noticing that I'm a bit nervous right now because I've got a meeting in a couple of minutes and I'm probably going to stop recording this earlier than I'd like to. I'm noticing. 
it can really help you reframe and detach what's happening in your body and the thoughts and emotions you might be feeling about a particular thing. Detach those from the idea that happiness is solely tied to the future achievement of this particular outcome. And instead, you know, find a contentment here and now in this moment. The when I then I trap can also happen if you're working, I guess, to, uh, I guess what's called an extrinsic motivation, something that is outside of you. For example, you might have a partner who's asking you to work on a particular thing. Now, you may work on that because it'll make them happy, but that's an, an extrinsic motivation. If, if you can flip it around to an intrinsic motivation, and that might be, oh, I want to work on this because then I get to be the kind of person who doesn't make somebody I love feel that way. Yeah, and that's something that you're doing for yourself because then no matter what happens, you change something about yourself for you because you're not going to be the kind of person that causes that kind of issue. So, you know, try to focus on, or if you can't avoid these things, try to reframe them if you can, to goals that align with your personal values, your passions, rather than external validation. Because if it's an intrinsic motivation, it also fosters a deeper sense of, I guess, purpose and definitely fulfillment. And it's not relying on an external accomplishment or, or validation. I guess so even though my ego is <laughs> in literally just then booked an expensive EU ski vacation with my family and, you know, at the end of the year because, you know, once you have a gold logo in your hand, millions of dollars come your way. They don't. They won't. It probably won't. Like it's a one in seven shot, probably less. I'm a rank outsider on sports bet if that helps. Um, I'm present to that, you know. When I then I, no. Nah, I'm telling you the same thing I told you the other day. Who I have had to work to become to be nominated for this Logie, that is it. That's the prize. It would be nice to have a piece of metal nailed to some wood. It would be lovely because it would, you know, there would be some external validation there and that's nice. And I will be very grateful for it if you do vote. But if it doesn't happen, that's okay. Because who I am sitting here talking to you, that's it. This moment, this is all I have. And when I then I, that's, that's, a, that's not real. I used to think it was and it pushed me around for a long time, but that's not what it's about. Maybe have a think about if when I then I shows up in your life. Let me know. Send Osher email at gmail.com. What have you got that's already the prize? I guess that's the other question I'd ask. Send us your email at gmail.com. I've got to go. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much to Andy Ma who did audio post on this. I guess I'll see you Sunday night at the Logies. <laughs> if you want to vote, there's a link in the show notes. Thanks for listening. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.